With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The four-time major champ, Brooks Kepka with a lead here early goings of the third round at the Masters, an event he has never won. He is 13 under overall, one under on his day through three holes, birdied the second, the par five. And John Rahm is in second, solo second, two shots behind at 11 under. Both are one under for their days in through three holes. By the way, Tiger Woods making the cut, and he did so, and because of things not finishing that second round until today, Tiger had to start his third round on the back nine, and he bogeyed 10, pars on 11 and 12. He is now on 13, the par 5, and as far as where he stands, he is four over for the tournament and one over for the day through three holes. Elsewhere, according to ESPN, Grizzly center Stephen Adams is probably going to miss the postseason with his right knee injury. He's been out since January. I'm Brian Fenley. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. So we've got ourselves a little bit of an update. In fact, I don't even know if you actually want to call it an update. It's a proclamation, a nether guarantee, a prediction, if you will, on a major story in the world of sports. We'll get into that for you coming up here just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So there's a story in the NFL that I actually think relates to you. 
in a lot of ways. And I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not trying to shame anybody because I've been there. We've all been there. All right. So here is the very latest on the Aaron Rodgers saga, because we've got a little, little bit of a twist here. So Joe Douglas, the general manager for the Jets, was at an event last night, and he predicted Aaron Rodgers is going to be here. Like, that was his big prediction. So let's listen to Jets GM Joe Douglas at an event in New York where you got a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, Fireman Ed knockoffs and ripoffs who are sitting on shoulders trying to do the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets chant. And, uh, and this was Joe Douglas really hyping up the crowd when it came to the subject of Aaron Rodgers. I have to ask you, Aaron Rodgers, what's he coming? I mean, I mean, it sounded like he was at WrestleMania. It was just phenomenal stuff there. So Joe Douglas is calling a shot. You got Boomer Esiason, who's who's emceeing it. And and everybody's excited. They really want this stuff to happen with Aaron Rodgers. And then you've got Alan Lazard, who just signed a deal with the Jets not long ago. He's posting pictures of him and Rodgers working out together. I mean, everything is in place. It's all there. The Packers have talked about it. The Jets have talked about it. Rodgers has talked about it. Players on both sides have talked about it. You've got former Packers who have signed with the Jets. You've got the general manager of the Jets predicting it at an event Friday night. Everybody's on board. Everything is in place. Except for the actual thing that matters most, which is Aaron Rodgers actually being a Jet. That's the one little hang-up here. That's the one little issue, the one little hang-up. And this is where it ties back to you and to me because we've all been in this situation. You ever been dead set on getting back into shape? You ever plan on it? You know, well, my diet, my workout starts Monday. My diet starts Monday. It could be January 1st. It could be whatever the case may be. You know, it, it, it's the weather starting to warm up in certain parts of the country. It's, it's going to be lake season soon. Like that was always a target date for a bunch of buddies of mine. Like once you hit about March, it was like, all right, got to get back into shape because we're going to go into the lake this summer. Blah, blah, blah. All that same old crap. We've all been there. Everybody's done it. And so what do you do? You want to get into shape. You got a plan in place. You, 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 you pick your target date. And so what do you do? You go out to the grocery store. You buy a bunch of healthy food. You know, you get a bunch of salads, maybe pre-made salads. You don't want, you don't want to have a, a dressing that's going to be too harsh. So what do you do? You go, you get some balsamic vinaigrette. You portion everything out. You buy a bunch of chicken breasts, you get all your greens, you get everything dialed in. And then you're like, you know what? I need some new workout clothes. I got to be ready to go when this workout starts on Monday. And so you go to the store, maybe go to an outlet somewhere where it's kind of cheaper, maybe a Ross dress for less where you can find all the other fun stuff there. Maybe a Marshall's or a Burlington if they've got it in your area. All fine establishments. You go out, you buy a bunch of workout clothes, and you've got everything in place. And then about a week later, you're throwing the food out because you never ate it. You know, tags are still on the clothes. 
It's all kind of sitting there. Maybe it's still in the plastic bag that you paid 10 cents for when you walked out. All of that stuff that was in place, everything was lined up. It was perfect. You had it all. Except for the actual working out and eating healthy and all the other stuff. That's where we're at. Aaron Rodgers is still not a Jet. The trade still hasn't happened. Yet you've got everybody talking about it. You've got everybody predicting it. You've got everybody talking about what if, what, how good the Jets are going to be, except for the actual thing that matters most. And at some point, the Jets and the Packers got to get this done. Because we've been hearing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And it's compensation, and it's a first-round pick, and you've got multiple twos, and you've got blah, all the other things that are going along. with. At some point, you got to get it done. Now, it's not like the season's going to start right around the corner, but wouldn't you think if there was going to be draft compensation thrown in that maybe the Green Bay Packers would like to have a little bit of that compensation with the draft that's coming up, well, you know, later this month? So, again, Joe Douglas is talking about it. Alan Lazard's talking about it. He's posting pictures. You've got Rodgers has said his piece. Everybody has said his piece. They've all got out. They've bought the healthy food. They've bought the workout clothes. Everything is set for the diet to start on Monday. And all they keep doing every single week is throwing food away and staring at a bunch of clothes in a plastic bag with the tag still on. You got to get it done at some point because the thing that matters most still hasn't happened. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. I I would like to go ahead and apologize in advance for something here. I was very bullish on something. Now, if you've ever listened to this show before, you know, throughout the course of uh, my time here at Fox Sports Radio, the one thing that I think I do differently than anybody else is I will own up to how bad I am at some of my predictions. I will absolutely do that and I will wear it with a badge of honor. All right. Case in point. What's happened with Rory McIlroy at the Masters? Guy didn't make the cut. Uh, you've got players in their 60s who made the cut. Rory McIlroy didn't, but of course, that was my pick for the Masters. So it's all fun. It's great. I mean, it, it is just, the, the whole thing's fun. It's entertaining. It's, it's enjoyable. Everybody gets a kick out of it. But I own up to the fact that sometimes I'll make mistakes. In fact, I want to scratch sometimes. We'll take that out of the podcast. Majority of the time, I'll make mistakes. Awful, terrible, atrocious. But I was bullish on something a couple of weeks ago, and I still would lean in this direction, but I would like to just say that my confidence in something happening in the NFL has really plummeted over the past 48 to 72 hours. So the number one pick is down to two players. Let's just say what it is. It's going to be C.J. Stroud or it's going to be Bryce Young. And once the Carolina Panthers made a deal to move up to number one, all of a sudden the betting odds shifted dramatically to C.J. Stroud to be the number one pick. I mean, Bryce Young was the guy all along. Even after Bryce Young went to the Combine and he had the same measurables as a jockey at Santa Anita Racetrack, it didn't matter. All of that stuff didn't matter. His height his weight, none of that stuff mattered. Bryce Young was still the favorite to go number one overall and to go number one overall no matter what. That was the odds, and then Carolina made the trade. 
And all of a sudden, the betting market completely shifted and switched over. And you could say, well, it's a betting market. What does that mean? Well, the betting market kind of tells you, it gives you an idea where they think things are going to be or how things are going to happen. It's why there are odds. And when the odds shift dramatically from one player to another off a trade, that tells you that that information has gotten to somebody because that movement is based on that information. And I took it as, well, clearly, C.J. Stroud's going to be the number one pick. The odds shifted dramatically. And in fact, I even said the Houston Texans are going to be the big winner here because the Texans would have taken Bryce Young, number one if they were picking there anyways. So now because Carolina fell in love with C.J. Stroud and the size difference between him and Bryce Young, Houston, without having to give up all of that, what Carolina gave up to move up to number one, is still going to get their guy. The Houston Texans are finally going to catch a break. And then all of a sudden, over the past couple of days, some more people started to look into this, and they started to do some more digging, and they started to ask around. And, well, let's just say that the betting odds have now shifted dramatically again in the other direction to where C.J. Stroud is only a slight favorite with Bryce Young money really pouring in. And we were talking with Albert Breer this week on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, and Albert Breer was saying everything felt like it was going to go the direction of C.J. Stroud, and Albert Breer is an Ohio State alum, loves C.J. Stroud. He's always pumping up the Buckeyes. And apparently Bryce Young blew Frank Reich and the organization away when they sat down and talked with him, blew him away. There's some sort of a test they do. I don't know if it's like an SAT or the Wonderlick or the cow lick, or who the hell knows what, uh, the salt lick, whatever tests they do at the NFL when they talk with these guys, whatever they do, apparently Bryce Young scored off the charts, like Joe Burrow territory. And now you're seeing all of this money move in the other direction. So all I'm telling you is I would like to apologize If you went heavy in the direction of C.J. Stroud because you thought he was going to be the number one pick based on recent events, based on recent line movement, and based on recent opinions of people who are in the know around the NFL, that may not be the case. So I apologize if you made that decision and you went in the direction of C.J. Stroud number one overall, but I'm not going to take full blame for it because if you've listened to this show, as I mentioned, over the past couple of years or few years or since we started this show a long-ass time ago, here at FSR. You know I'm terrible at this stuff, so blame yourself. Don't blame me. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter, by the way, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. We're going to have the usuals, by the way, coming up later on. We've got another edition of Do You Care? We've got the scraps. It's two hours of grab ass and shenanigans on a Saturday for you here on Fox Sports Radio, but... We do have ourselves the most relieved, most (sighs) sigh of relief in recent NFL history. There's a team out there, a lot of you can't stand, a lot of you don't like. They're very popular. They were a playoff team. And this team just got the best news of the entire offseason And it wasn't even because of the NFL. I'll tell you who that is. That's next. 
Jonas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up in, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now, there is a... uh, Man, oh man, things are getting even worse. Uh, There is a situation in the world of of sports where, look, we're going to talk about, you know, misery loving company. Well, somebody else has got some company when it comes to dysfunction in the world of sports. So we'll have that for you here again a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, By the way, uh, Iowa Sam playing Pearl Jam as we came back into break. Is that dissident uh, you were playing? Yeah. Iowa Sam? Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I was Sam, uh, who's uh, trying on a Draymond Green impression here on the show. He does that whole I, lot. I to speak say through after. my drops, Jonas. Yeah, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. You're like a, a ventriloquist, you know? That's right. Yes. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I would say this, a little uh, like little tip out there, little pro tip for any of you people who are planning on doing karaoke anytime soon. If you want to do a karaoke song and make people think, and I sound just like the people singing this, Yellow Leadbetter by Pearl Jam. Because nobody has any idea what the lyrics are. They don't know what Eddie Vedder is saying. And you don't really have to hit any high octaves. Just listen to Yellow Leadbetter by Pearl Jam. And at some point, maybe we'll play it here on the show. And I'm telling you, that's the move. It's great. It's like I've to- I told people years ago, like the name Bull Bull and Bilal Powell... Like, those are the only two times it's okay to talk with food in your mouth. Because it sounds the exact same if you take the food out and say their names. It's great. 
You got a bowl of food in front of you. Yeah, bowl, bowl. Like, <laughs> take a bite out of a sandwich and say bowl, bowl. Bowl, Take pow. a bite out of a sandwich and say bowl, pow. Same it's thing. It's very true. A couple of pro tips here. Huh? From a couple of wordsmiths at Fox Sports Radio. And I now All have right. that piece of information if I ever need it. Yes. yes. And then no, listen, that's what, that. we, that's what we're trying to do here, trying to hand out good information. Because God forbid, if you're looking for a pick on the Masters, don't come to me. What, what an embarrassment. Golf? Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, who, who's got one, one tournament to win <laughs> to, to go for the Grand Slam. This is the year. It's Rory's year. He's plus 750. Him and Scheffler are the favorites to win the Masters, and he goes out there and defecates down his leg at Augusta National while you got trees falling on people. Okay? Book, you missed that putt. All right. Um, that tree thing was wild, wasn't it? Yeah. They were look, lucky no one got killed. That was insane. It, it's, it's great how Augusta National makes sure that all the fake bird noises are lined up correctly. But, you know, it's just those giant trees that we haven't been able to look after. I don't know what it is. Uh, just those the giant trees that could fall over and, and kill somebody. I, I don't know what that is, you know, but but never mind that. We've got the fake bird noises piped in and the azaleas who probably are fake as well, too. Everything's lined up. We've got Amen Corner. But God forbid we can't get a, a, a tree cutting service to come in and take care of business. And we've got people that have got a duck for their lives while they're trying to watch a bunch of golfers in a pair of khakis on an April morning in Augusta National. Golf? But again, who cares? All right. Um, I want to say this. If you heard a strange noise last night, do not be alarmed. Probably not an intruder. Probably not a bear hopping your back fence. Probably not a dog. Uh, running around, maybe not even a coyote. Like there's coyotes where I live. Uh, coyotes have been known to just hop in backyards and snatch up small cats, small dogs. You know, like uh, I'll go on these. I work out before the show during the week. And so I'll be on a jog getting some cardio in after I work out because I work out at home and I'll be on a jog at like 1.30 in the morning, Pacific time. It's, it's weird. It's just the only way I can wake up and, and feel energized for the show. And so I'll be on these jogs and I see these coyotes and they're just running around the neighborhood. And I can tell these things are hungry. I mean, they basically look like, uh, you know, they were on Dallas Buyers Club. I mean, these coyotes are looking around just just ready to feast. They're ready to feast. They're, they're, they, they want nothing more than to take a bite out of my ass. All right. Like these, these coyotes are hungry. And so sometimes you have to be careful. You've got to watch what you're doing. You got to you got to watch the bet. You got to make sure if you hear any loud noises, you, you want to make sure that it that it's nothing to be alarmed with. So I want to make sure that you know that the loud noise you heard last night was not a coyote. It wasn't a bear. It wasn't an intruder. It wasn't even anybody who happened to drop off a package late at night because they didn't realize it's not appropriate to do. And all of a sudden it sent off one of the alarms in your house. It wasn't any of that. You know what that was? That was Jerry Jones breathing a sigh of relief. Because now the Dallas Cowboys are not the most disappointing team in the city. Make some noise for your Dallas Mavericks. Just a dynamite job by the Dallas Mavericks. Outstanding. Hey, way to go, boys. 
just an outstanding job by the Dallas Mavericks who made a big time trade. All right. They wanted to bring in Kyrie Irving because they thought, listen, we got to pair Luke up with, with Kyrie Irving. That's going to make all the sense in the world. And so they went and they did it. All right. And they kind of struggled a little bit, but don't worry. They still had a chance. They still had a chance to make the play in tournament and go for everything. But no, they decided, you know, we're going to sit five guys last night. We're going to lose. We're going to get eliminated from the play in tournament, from the playoffs altogether. Everybody's going to be gone. Uh, and, and don't worry. But there's this lottery protection and all that. And the only reason, check this out, this is the best part. The only reason that Dallas didn't sit Luca. It's because last night was Slovenian night at the American Airlines Center. Okay? That was the only reason. Otherwise, Luca wouldn't have played either. Oh, and then there's this new report that's out that Luca may actually not want to be with Dallas long term, that he could get frustrated with the lack of winning and the lack of being a, a, a real contender in the National Basketball Association. So you've got all of that piled in with the ensuing Kyrie Irving's contract and whether or not they're going to sign him long term. If you're Jerry Jones, you're looking at Mark Cuban and you're saying, hey, thanks, dude. Seriously, thank you. Thank you for that. Because now we've got company for the most disappointing team in the city. What a, what a full-fledged disaster. All that talk, all the criticism the Dallas Cowboys get. All, I mean, we, we've got shows that dedicate themselves to debating about the Dallas Cowboys And you could go down the list of issues that the Dallas Cowboys have had, whether it's the head coach, whether it's Dak Prescott being a disappointment, whether it's Ezekiel Elliott getting a contract and then falling apart, whether it's their decision to trade a first round pick for Amari Cooper and then signing him to a deal only to trade him again, whether it's all the disappointments on defense, whether it's the playoff losses, the Kellen Moore fiasco at the end of the game against the Niners a couple of years ago, not to be outdone with whatever the hell happened. This past year, all of that stuff that's gone on, Jerry Jones' off-field issues, all of that stuff, Dallas and the Cowboys get ridiculed and mocked by everybody. At least they made the playoffs. At least when they made moves, they went to the postseason. And now you've got all of these other things that are happening, and you've got Jason Kidd who's got to sit at a press conference afterwards and try and justify what the hell's happening. Well, organizational decisions, business decisions. By the way, hey, Mark Cuban, how did that – didn't wasn't Mark Cuban uh, filing a protest against the league when it came to a game last week or the week before? How did that go? Oh, never mind. That was denied. Okay, we denied that one as well, too. It's a clown show. It's a circus. And the circus is starling the Dallas Mavericks. And if you've ever felt awful about a situation you were in, only to look at somebody else who's feeling awful about their situation and realizing, you know what? It could be worse. We could be them. That's happening in Dallas right now. So that noise you heard last night, again, not an intruder, not a coyote, not a grizzly bear. That's Jerry Jones with a giant sigh of relief because Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks have let him off the hook. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Again, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next, we've got ourselves an absolute dysfunctional 
disaster that could be on the brink of getting worse in the world of sports. We'll tell you what that is next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, you know what? It is the Masters this weekend. So may I present to you the David Duvall of Sports Talk Radio. Brian Fenley. You talk about a guy who won one major, and that was it. It's sort of like a music version of a one-hit wonder. Although he has, Jonas, made a pretty good career as an analyst in television afterwards. Yeah, what's wrong with that, Finley? I mean, we're not here to judge. Hey, by the way, I would like I would say this. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if you felt the same about golf as you feel about tennis. So yeah. I didn't know if I threw a, a golfer at you, if you would be up to speed on all that stuff. But it seems like you do. Well, you know, I was surprised, Jonas, that you had time to do the show because I know that hacky sack tournament that you were part of this weekend was running long. And you like to wear the beanie, the shaggy beanie with that when you're there, too. So I'm just impressed that you're here working the show today. You know what I would say, though? And again, this feels a little judgmental, but screw it. Why not? Yeah. Anybody that ever played hacky sack when I was growing up, and for people that aren't familiar with what hacky sack is, it's like this little like uh, knitted ball with beads in it, mm-hmm. and people would kick it around. They were always potheads. So whenever I see a hacky sack or I hear the term hacky sack, I uh, immediately assume that it's somebody <laughs> with a left-handed cigarette who's got a long beanie on, and, and, and they're just kicking a, a hacky sack around because they're trying to sober up and they've already blown through their bag of chili cheese Fritos. And this is the only <laughs> thing that's going to get them back to normal. That's that's what I associate it with. And again, I could be totally judgmental in that. And if I offended anybody who happens to be a pothead, anybody who happens to be kicking a hacky sack around currently, or any anybody that happens to like or is currently eating chili cheese Fritos, I apologize. But that's just the way my mind works, and that's where my mind goes when I think about hacky sacks. Jonas, and I don't want to be judgmental of you after you are just judgmental of those who are involved in hacky sack, but you are talking to a guy in yourself that has tattoos on his pecs. So let's just put everything False. in a perspective here. False. And your lower back. False. I do have a couple douchey tattoos. <laughs> Not going to deny that. Uh, and I don't have one on my lower back. That is a that is a direct <laughs> shot. Why do I have to be attacked by Brian Finley? <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one person that's nice to Finley, and I'm getting assaulted on the air by Brian Finley. I've got a lower back tattoo. How dare you, Finley? What the hell's that? I mean, it's easy to see, you know, with the butterfly. It's not easy to see. That, it's, and you should never have seen it. And that's that's the what? point. So you're outing yourself now. All right, let's let's not both get fired at the same time, Finley. We're running low on numbers here. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Well, from hoping to not get fired to how guys are doing as far as firing up the scorecards related to the Masters third round, Brooks Kepka, who reminds me a lot of you, Jonas, he is 13 under overall for the tournament and has a four-shot lead. Right now, he is through five holes. He's one under on the day. John Rahm is four shots behind at plus one through five holes. Now, Phil Mickelson, Jonas, you, you, you probably have heard of him before, I'm sure. Yeah, and, so. Okay, yeah. good. Familiar. Yeah. I was just making sure. Eight. You want to know why I like Phil Mickelson? Why? Likes to gamble. Yeah. My kind of guy. Did him, you... him and Calvin Ridley. In fact, if I could have lunch with any two celebrities, it would be Phil Mickelson and Calvin Ridley. Love to go to a horse track with those two. 
Well, then you would actually win something because usually when you gamble and it's you making up your mind on what you're going to pick, you usually lose. So it'd probably yeah. be good for you to go with other people like that to yeah, right. whatever gambling you're going to be doing. But I wanted to say this because Phil Mickelson is eight shots off the pace and he's out there on the golf course right now through seven holes, one under. But Fred Couples took a shot at him, and he was a 63-year-old who made the cut this week at the Masters and said earlier this week, Jonas, you might have heard this, this was all over the place, where took a shot at Mickelson because he's part of the, the Live Golf Tour, saying, you know, if I was Phil and I was getting paid $200 million to shoot 74 and 75s, God bless you. That would be a couple saying to, to Mickelson, as God. if to say the guy is has it, been. These, like... I, I get it. Everybody can feel a certain way about the live tour and all of this stuff. But you've got like Harold Varner came out and said, look, I did it to change my family's future. Yeah. It's generational wealth. And and I've been pretty consistent on this. If you want to do a deep dive on where money comes from in the PGA tour or any other professional sport, there's a lot of skeletons and a lot of closets and, and a lot of money and a majority of money has a little element of dirt attached to it. If you trace it back far enough, this idea that these guys are still airing out live golfers. And then you've got Brooks Kepka, who's a live golfer, who's got a four-shot lead right now. Just the, the whole thing, it feels like it's the pot calling the kettle black, but again, yeah. you know, as long as it gets some headlines, that's fine. And I'll leave you with this, Jonas. Tiger Woods, who did make the cut for the 23rd consecutive time that he has been part of this tournament, is in last place. He is... 18, that is right, 18 shots off the lead at the very bottom of players who are playing this weekend. Five over for the tournament, plus two today. He's through five holes. He started out on the back nine because play wasn't technically completed at their second round until today, so they had to make up some time. And he had bogeys on 10 and 14, so two fives on holes that are obviously par fours on 10 and 14. And right now, well back. But, you know, Jonas, I'll tell you what, he's shooting a lot better than than you ever would on a par three course. So, Thank you, Finley. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. Another insult from Brian Finley. That's yeah. awesome. That makes about three or four for the day. And we're only an hour in. This yeah. is so fun, man. It's great to have you back, Finley. Yeah, it's great to be here. Really and is. look forward to continuing on the trend. And, you know, there's people on social media that are showing you love as well. So just trying to are. keep up the trend. I want potatoes. You'll get nothing and I can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're an idiot. Uh, all right, so there he is, the great Brian Finley. Uh, and it's always good to get the uh, the trickle down. You know, the uh, all, all the stuff Finley hears from everybody else at Fox Sports Radio just trickles down to Saturday, and then he buries me with it. So that's fine. <laughs> it's always fun to play that game here. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up in about 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to have ourselves another edition of Do You Care? If you want some upbeat, positive opinions on major stories in the world of sports, well, we got good news for you. You can get those elsewhere. Not in about 10 minutes from now. We're going to tell you the truth. Uh, I do want to say this uh, because we were talking about misery, love and company and the Dallas Mavericks uh, have now taken all of the heat off the Dallas Cowboys for what a disaster the organizations are, because in comparison to what is happening uh, with the Mavericks and the Cowboys, Jerry Jones has got to feel like he's won another three Super Bowls. But there's, I mean, we keep hearing a lot of criticism about Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. I mean, at least they've got some company. Uh, and that company is the Arizona Cardinals, who, woof, 
Uh, that was a uh, that was a little bit of a uh, dicey situation that took place earlier this week. And if you're wondering, well, what happened? I mean, what, what what could the problem be? Well, you know, nothing other than the fact that you've got a former Cardinals executive in Terry McDonough who accused the Cardinals owner uh, of cheating, uh, discrimination, harassment because they used some burner phones to call Steve Kime while he was on a suspended because he got an ex- he was suspended. He got an extreme DUI and blah blah blah. And so, what did the Cardinals do? Well, they decided, you know, we're just going to go ahead and we're not even going to wait. We're not even, we're not even going to exchange any sort of pleasantries or maybe we're not going to push and shove or we're not going to step on any toes. No, we're going to go straight to, oh, yeah, well, Terry McDonough is a shady employee. He's a bad dad and he's possibly guilty of extreme domestic abuse. So there's that. There's the Arizona Cardinals. And then you start hearing, you remember when the Arizona Cardinals were taking a long ass time to hire a head coach? It was taking a long time for the Arizona Cardinals to hire a head coach. And a lot of people thought, well, is it Kyler Murray? Is it Kyler Murray's contract? Do do people want to work with Kyler Murray? Look, if you hear from people in and around Arizona, I've talked to somebody very close to the situation who says Kyler Murray's a bit of a pain in the ass. But apparently that wasn't just the issue. The other issue was Michael Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. So if you were wondering whether or not, much like what was happening with the Mavericks and the Dallas Cowboys, if anybody was going to maybe take a little bit of heat off Dan Snyder and the commanders for most dysfunctional organization in the NFL, you do have company there, and that company is the Arizona Cardinals. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, it's coming up next. It is a Saturday tradition. Every single week, it's a little something called Do You Care? Brutal Honesty in the World of Sports on some major stories you've been force fed over the past several days and it's yours here on fsr jonas knox fox sports radio coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now from the tyrac.com studios there is a uh it would be an appropriate ending if it went this way uh there are a couple of teams in the nfl that if things go the way they possibly could you would you would be surprised initially, but I don't think you'd be totally surprised based on their history and their track record. So we'll get into that for you again a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. But right now, it is time for something we do every single week at this time, and it's called this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports... Let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell's going on, Bo. Hey, Jonas. So, uh... Grizzlies center Steven Adams is going to miss the rest of the season, which means he's going to miss the uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, do you care about this at all? Yeah, I kind of do, actually. Because, look, I, I yeah. want to see Memphis is a fun team, and I want to see just their back and forth, especially when you get to the playoffs. They are they already have a red ass. Memphis is always involved in some sort of a skirmish. That or their best players throwing around 50 grand uh, at and, and flashing a gun at a strip club. You know, but but don't worry about it because the owner of the strip club came out and said he was a total gentleman while he was there. <laughs> I mean, except for the whole gun thing. You know, but other than that, I mean, great guy. Great guy through and through. Uh, but then he had to go to like some rehab and counseling. Can I just say this? 
Remember when Tiger Woods had his issue where he was fooling around on his wife and she caught him and then wrapped a Callaway around his face while he was passed out on pills? And then you've got like all these other stories about Tiger Woods' exploits. And then Tiger Woods had to go to like uh, he was like sex addict rehab and all that. Like John Morant did what? Went to counseling for 10 days for what? Going to a strip club? And, and uh, you know, having like a, you know, like an onion ring tower nearby while he was getting a lap dance. You know how many guys have gone to a strip club and dropped 50K? That guy needed to go to therapy? Give me a break. Next. That's personal. Thank Fred you, <laughs> Fred Couples became the oldest player to make the cut at the Masters at 63 years old. Do you care? Uh, no. No, I don't. I don't In fact, care. I'm a little pissed off because Roy, he's got like, uh, he's like 50 years older than Roy McIlroy and Roy McIlroy, uh, for some reason can't even make the cut. Uh, but that was my pick. We drew out of a, we drew out of a hat. I really liked my Roy McIlroy pick. And then he goes out there and just absolutely vomits all over himself. So, you know, no, I, I don't care. I'm a little pissed off about it. As a matter of fact, next, the Eagles loss in the Super Bowl to the Kansas city chiefs played a factor in uh, the decision of Eagle center Jason Kelsey to return for his 13th season. Uh, he said, you know, it's close and the team is going to be good next year. Jonas, do you care? Yes, because I, for, I he can it. still play at I a high level. It. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, that would have been a hell of a way to go out. Um, just the idea, though, had they won the Super Bowl, would he have retired? So he was okay leaving uh, if he beat his brother, but he's not okay leaving with the fact that his brother beat him. So I like the idea that there's still the sibling rivalry. Uh, and in comparison to what has happened recently with Travis Kelsey, which we will touch on at the top of next hour, uh, this, I think, makes some sense. Next. Uh, former Colts wide receiver Reggie Wayne uh, said that Marvin Harrison Jr. is a better draft prospect than his father. I believe a scout called him a Lamborghini uh, I, oh, Ohio State's pro day. Uh, better, better prospect than his dad, Marvin Harrison. Uh, do you care? Yes, because yeah, I have I heard that like, he's he's the real deal. Now, whether he lives up to, you know, I mean, the odds would say that he's not going to be as good as his father was because his father was a Hall of Famer and just a phenomenal player. Uh, but Marvin Harrison Jr., when he left that semifinal game, that game changed. And outside of C.J. Stroud, you would argue Marvin Harrison Jr. in that game against Georgia was the best player on the field. Everything you hear from anybody who's talked about him said, said he's phenomenal. So I am curious to see where he ends up and what kind of career he's going to have because his dad, that's some, ta- that's some big shoes to have to fill, and that's a legacy he's going to have to follow. So we get to see how it plays out soon. Next. Yeah, you will not find me saying anything negative about Marvin Harrison ever. No, sir. Why not? Uh well, what, what happened? Yeah, no, he's a great guy. No, Yo, he's, what are you talking about? Yeah. No. Oh, that car wash yeah. thing. <laughs> well, listen, huh? you know, it happens. Yeah. What? Yeah. Happens yeah. to the best of us. Yeah, I, uh, I hear you. Pelicans forward Zion Williamson uh, is not going to return to the lineup, lineup in time for the play-in tournament. Do you care at all? I do because I feel bad for the guy. And a lot of yeah. people say, well, oh, he should he should lose weight and he should. Everybody acts like Marvin Harrison Jr. is the fat kid on Stan or not Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I'm thinking of the other guy, uh, Zion Williamson. Everybody pretends like Zion Williamson is the fat kid from Stand By Me. Like he's in some pie eating contest every three weeks. Look, he's a big guy. OK, so he's so he's a little bit heavy. He's not the fattest guy in the world. All right, like he's not, you know, you don't see him walking down the street and go, oh my God, somebody take pictures because that guy's huge. He's just, his body's failed him a little bit here. I'm still confident he's going to be able to get back on track and everything you hear, great dude. And I wish the best for his recovery. Next. 
All right, Jonas. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie uh, is just blowing past box office expectations. Uh, films now expected to reach a $195 million domestic debut and a $368 million global opening. Uh, do you care at all about no, this one? No, I don't. I don't care. People realize this isn't the video game, right? I mean, do they hand you like a, a Super Nintendo paddle? You plug into the big screen at the theater and then you can play it. Like they realize this is just a movie. It's not the actual thing. It's like seeing a picture of a cheeseburger and feeling like you like, oh, okay. That Listen, I'm no longer hungry. I just saw a picture of a cheeseburger. Dude, if you want to play video games, stay home in your nerdy game count, uh, console and play video games there. You don't need to go to a movie to watch some, some movie that's uh, based on a video game. And by the way, speaking of movies i saw a bucket of puke last night known as top gun maverick what an oh. absolutely awful movie you talk about cornball cheesy and that movie was nominated for best picture think about all the great movies Jonas. who were nominated for best picture that never won best picture you know shawshank redemption was nominated for best picture and didn't win best picture you're putting that in the same category as top gun maverick i'd rather be Dufresne and, f and crawl through a tunnel of crap than watch Top Gun again. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The third round at the Masters is ongoing, and sole possession of the lead is Brooks Kepka. He is 13 under for the tournament, one under for the day. Through six holes, that birdie for him came on the second. John Rahm is in solo second. He has four shots off the pace, plus one for his day through six holes. And the amateur Sam Bennett, how about this story? He is by himself in third place, seven shots off the pace, but two over on his day, also through six holes. As for Tiger Woods, he did make the cut for the 23rd consecutive time that he has been a part of this tourney, but really is struggling. Started out his round on the back nine, which is where he is, and is plus four through six holes. Plus seven for the tournament is in last place by himself. Plus seven, make that a good 20 shots off the lead for Woods. I'm Brian Fenley. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. 
I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like to a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. Well, you know, if you had to pick, if you break it all down and you had to lay your hard-earned money on a couple of teams screwing something up, these might be near the top of the list. I'll tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, show as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday afternoon, we appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until the end of the hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Happy Easter to you and yours. Now, a lot of people out there are going to be doing Easter egg hunts. You're going to be uh, getting a visit from the Easter bunny. Going to drop off some uh, some candy into the basket. You know, get you some Cadbury cream eggs. Those little uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs. You know, maybe uh, what are those robin eggs or whatever? What are those things called, Sam? Are those robin eggs that you sent over? Is that what uh, the the picture was? The little styrofoam eggs you sent um, over? So they don't make those anymore. They're they're called eggums, and they were like this little carton of these colorful little miniature eggs, and they're gum, egg gums. I remember those. Yeah, and, they, and they don't styrofoam make styrofoam carton, right? Little like styrofoam a little, carton yeah, or like I a little plastic those. carton, and yeah. I just I didn't even eat, like I'd get them in my Easter basket as a kid, and I didn't even chew the gum. I just liked looking at the little eggs because they were just cool looking. I don't know. So what's the point? I don't know. Just because I don't know. I like to collect things. So, you know, I collect gum and never chew it, I guess. What do you do? Buy cologne and never spray it? Listen, I have a box of Wheaties from when the Minnesota Twins won the World Series and it's never been opened. And those what? are probably fossilized by now. Yeah, man. Well, collect- who's on the cover? Them. Kirby Puckett? Uh, I'd have to. Uh, yeah, it was one of the, Didn't they win? T- did they win two in the 90s? 87 oh. and 91. I think it was 91. You know who would probably... Actually, I have a 32-year-old box of Wheaties. All right. Well, you're a hoarder. I mean, so, so yeah, there is yeah. that. It's uh, stacked so you, up to the ceiling. So. All right. So, so uh, Iowa Sam, uh, uh, next to be featured on the show, Hoarders. Uh, but you know who actually might give you like a pretty penny for that box of Minnesota Twins Wheaties? Who's our, that? Our Lord and Savior, Scott Shapiro. Diehard Minnesota <laughs> Twins fan. I'm telling yeah, you. He, he might. Hit him up and say, hey, what are you willing to pay for a three-decade-old box of Wheaties? I, I think I checked eBay, and they were selling for, like, either 87 or 91. They're selling for, like, 36 bucks, so it's not, you know, I don't know. I'd rather just buy $36 of fresh Wheaties and <laughs> okay. be stocked up for a while. 
That probably does make some sense. Definitely. You eat those Wheaties. I don't know what's going to happen uh, to you. I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be like you death eat, coming out of the bag. Yeah. You eat a 32-year-old box of Wheaties and like your mouth evaporates. Like I don't even want to know <laughs> just what's razor blades. It. Yeah, it's just, it's gone. Absolutely gone. Uh, so uh, again, happy Easter to you and yours. Uh, and if you do have a three-decade-old box of Wheaties, uh, probably not recommended. Uh, but again, enjoy the festivities for everybody out there. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. If I were to ask you this and i'm going to present the question to you like this i'm going to give you a list of and you get five guesses and i'll say you get five guesses without knowing who it is who would you guess would be a team in the world of sports and i'm not even talking nfl I'm not talking NBA. I'm talking all sports. Let's talk the, the four major sports. Let's go uh, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, if you want. If I were to say there's a team that's on the brink of adding a player that could put them over the hump to be an actual championship contender, everything is set up for them to get this player, but they're probably going to screw it up. If I gave you five guesses... How far into your list of guesses would you get before you actually got to the New York Jets? Because I would say you probably wouldn't get to three or four before you name the Jets. I mean, if we're going to be truthful about it, go through all of sports and just think to yourself, there's a team who's on the brink of an absolute guarantee and addition of somebody, and they might end up screwing this whole thing up. If I, if I gave you a list of five teams... You're not getting to three or four before the Jets come out of your mouth. That is a fact. So when I mentioned earlier in the show that you've got Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard working out together, you've got the GM Joe Douglas at an event in New York last night with Boomer Esiason saying he's going to be here. He's going to everybody's saying the same thing about Aaron Rodgers, yet he's still not here. Right? I, I, I keep telling you, the one team in the NFL that you would look to to screw this up would be the New York Jets. And why is it, and this isn't just to take a shot at the Jets, because we're also going to talk about the Packers here. Why is it the Green Bay Packers are so good on the intro and so bad on the exit? Why is that? The entrance is so great, and the exit is awful. It's like a buddy who turns into a different person when they drink. Everybody's got a friend in their life who gets a different name once they start drinking. You know, it's like uh, like your buddy Steve. You got a buddy Steve. Hey, my buddy Steve, great guy. At, just a phenomenal guy. And then you get a couple of drinks in him. And then all of a sudden, you know, Roy comes out. It's like, who's Roy? Well, that's Steve. What? Steve. Thank you. By the way, E.T. joining us here the Saturday before Easter. Great to have E.T. off the uh, spaceship, maybe from a uh, Comrex unit in the spaceship when he uh, deserted. (laughs) Steve. There it is. So it's great to have uh, uh, E.T. who clearly uh, some throat issues, maybe a connection issue from the Comrex in the spaceship uh, joining us here on this Saturday. But point being, you always got a buddy who's great when you first meet him, and then you get a couple of cocktails in him, and he turns into a different person. Why are the Packers that guy? Why are they so good when you first meet him? 
And then it's when they leave, it's just a completely different person. The Packers are great at identifying quarterbacks. They're, they're wonderful. In fact, I would argue the Packers over the past three decades, the same age as that box of Wheaties that's laying next to Iowa Sam and a, uh, a Des Moines Times Register newspaper from the 60s because he's a hoarder. The same, like, the same amount of time the Green Bay Packers have had, what, two quarterbacks? Both Hall of Famers? Like, they're really great at identifying quarterbacks. The Atlanta Falcons gave away Brett Favre to the Green Bay Packers for like, uh, you know, a, a, a half a stick of Big Red that you get at a gas station somewhere for 25 cents. They gave him away. And Brett Favre turned in to be not only a Hall of Fame quarterback, but one of the most beloved Green Bay Packers in history. They loved Brett Favre. In fact, there are still people who prefer Brett Favre over Rodgers. Even though Rodgers has got all the better numbers and all of that stuff, and everybody would argue Rodgers is a better quarterback than Brett Favre just from a statistical standpoint, in Green Bay, they loved Brett Favre. They adored him. They were pissed when Brett Favre left. And the Packers figured out a way to screw that up too. It was weird. It was awkward. And yes, Brett Favre was a willing participant, and he made it awkward. But it's like Green Bay comes in as Steve and then leaves as Roy. Like, what happened here? Hey, Steve. It's like, like what do we do? And then Rodgers gets there, and it's like, oh, my God, he's like back-to-back MVPs and this and that. And now this is weird. It's like you get him a couple of cocktails. It's a completely different person. Why did the pack? They're so good at identifying quarterbacks. Rodgers falls in the draft, and he's there, and they take. And then it ends up, I'm telling you right now, 12 years from now, Jordan Love's going to leave the Packers. And it's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. Like, it just feels like there's a common theme here. So when you look at this whole situation and you're saying, hey, if you could pick two teams who kind of would screw up the exit and then also the intro from bringing in another, like, wouldn't these two be near the top of the list? For sure, the Jets. And then if you look at the Packers and you take a real long look at their history, it feels like Green Bay is on the same page when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, a lot of positive feedback coming in on the show. Great feedback. You know, people are big fans of this show. And you're probably thinking to yourself, man, on Easter, there's no way people are going to be mean. Well, of course not. They're not going to be mean. They're going to be awful. Like Paul, who writes in, lame-ass Travis Kelsey replicating this bleep throw that this bleep and bleep of a scumbag Jonas would be making, bouncing the ball 50 feet in front of the plate like the D-bag he is. Said that? He put a video of Travis Kelsey throwing out the first pitch at a Guardians game. And to say he short-hopped it is an understatement. Uh, Whoa, that was... uh, not ideal for Travis Kelsey, but again, uh, you know everybody uh, struggles from time to time. Uh, Jason writes in, we need a forest tree in that dump Sherman Oaks to do us all a favor and wipe out this bleep-smoking bleep Jonas Knox and turn you into worm food. Bleep Packer. You little jerk. Craig writes in, Joni the J-Off is only great at juggling beefcake bleep during bleep None that actually have to do with sports. He loves big, beautiful ones, preferably around West Hollywood. We know we need meat. 
So Craig, Jason, and Paul join Mike North and E.T. in this segment. So I feel like uh, if you were looking to have every food group of Sports Talk Radio represented, uh, you got it all here on this edition of the Jonas Knox Show. Uh, by the way, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. If you would like to see the unedited versions of all of those, uh, feel free to do so at the Jonas Knox. You don't have to follow me. I couldn't care less. I really don't. I just it, I don't care. Uh, if you want to follow me, go ahead. If not, that's fine too. But uh, again, I don't give a rat's ass. Oh. We've uh, we are going to take you up through the end of the hour here uh, on FSR. All right. So coming up next from the Tyrac.com studios, which I'm sure they're happy about. Uh, let's go ahead and let's defend somebody in the NFL, and let's go ahead and have somebody's back in the NFL that nobody seems to want to defend. I'll be the guy, and I think I'm going to make a really strong case for it. It's next here on FSR. I um, think we're going to have to get drunk. To break the ice. To kill the bug that you have up your Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We are going to get into me defending... Not one, but two things going on in the world of sports that I don't think a lot of people are defending. And I'm going to make a strong case for both, or at least I hope so. We'll get into that here in just a couple of moments from now. But first, we've got a little bit of breaking news. And for that, we go over to Brian Fenley. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yeah, Jonas. So 15 minutes into network TV coverage of the Masters, they got in just 15 minutes of play. And then the horn sounds, and play is suspended for the rest of the day ah. of the third round at Augusta National as of 3.15 Eastern time. And so to be the broadcaster, to only get 15 minutes of coverage, and then to be done for the day, horn sounds. Some of these greens, Jonas, are nearly underwater, very soggy conditions. And obviously, we've had some trees that have fallen earlier in the, the week with this yeah, tournament. say that. <laughs> yes. So one to be extra careful here as of right now Brooks Kepka is your leader by himself 13 under four shot lead over John Rahm only through six holes so a lot of golf tomorrow we could be seeing Jonas some Masters Monday action oh god Masters Monday sucks it's just <laughs> not the same like there's something about the weekend and then you've got you know the holiday this weekend and you know uh it, it just if there's a different feel to it and now it's pouring and everybody's freaking out I do I am curious though there's, you know, there some spectators there. Are they? Do they have to leave the course, or can they go to the clubhouse there? Because if they're slinging those egg salad sandwiches for like two fifty, go bang oh. down a couple of those, have a few, uh, a few, you know, lick the liver lube a little bit, and then you're feeling good about yourselves on the way back home. Well, I do know that they're not protected or hanging underneath trees to stop them from getting pelted by the rain. No, hey, they're not. My sister and her husband were at Augusta yesterday. Had a great time. They said they, they, they had a perpetual smile on their face. Hold and, on a second. Hold on. Finley. And, yeah. Finley. Why didn't you say that earlier? I did, you know, I didn't You've got people think. at Augusta National. What are they? So they're not there currently. They're they not there. there. They yesterday. just went yesterday and they, they loved it and they got out of there right before the tree hit. So they had left the venue, but 
They were there for a few hours walking the course. First time, bucket list thing. And obviously, your time in Georgia, and in the, at least in the Carolinas, you know what that's all about. Oh, well, listen, I... Uh, Let's go while we're young. I, I can tell you this. <laughs> I, by the way, what a guest list we've had today. E.T., Rodney Dangerfield, and Mike North have all stopped by. This is really something here. Uh, and uh, E.T.'s older brother, apparently. But I, I would say this. Uh, when it comes to Augusta National, looks a lot different on the inside than it does on the outside. I'll just say, Augusta, not uh, what they tell you on TV and what they show you, a whole different deal once you uh, actually get there and you hop off the road to get something to eat and you realize, hmm, I'm going to go ahead and get back on the road here. Um, but so I mean, they're showing like everyone's leaving. Everybody's got a master's umbrella, or at least everybody that works there has got a master's umbrella. I'm sure those are $300. And they're all walking off the course together. I'm just wondering... I mean, can you can they at least like go hang out somewhere nearby? And also, if you've got like a relative that's at Augusta National, we could have had them hop on the show. You should have told them go on Saturday instead of Friday because that way. Look, we have a difficult time getting guests on this show. I can't imagine why. I don't know why guests wouldn't want to stop by this show, but we have a difficult time. So at least we could have said, let's go live to Augusta National, and it would have felt like we had a legitimate, real analyst point of view on what's happening there at the Masters. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. Well, when are you going to get Rodney Dangerfield on the show? Hmm. Uh, right after my dog. Uh, I'll get my dog and Rodney. I owe you nothing. By the way, how about Brian Finley making a dead joke here on the air? <laughs> You're a real class act, Finley. Uh, anything you want to say about, like... Uh, <laughs> Like uh, John Wilkes Booth, you want to get no. John Wilkes Booth on the show too, Finley? No, but I know there Jesus. is. I know there is one golfer who is very happy that this third round has come to a pause. That would be Tiger Woods. He is in dead last. Two double bogeys on his back nine. He started out his round on the back nine, six over, on just the back nine, which he hasn't completed yet. Nine over for the tournament. Jonas, he is twenty-one shots off the pace. Think about Tiger Woods. This got to feel good. He's happy that they they sounded the horn. Listen, uh, we need to change. In fact, I'll, I'll tease this. All right. So coming up in about ten minutes from now, people need to start changing expectations when it comes to a certain something in the world of sports. I just want to point that out. So we'll have that for you again a little over ten minutes from now. So again, the breaking news out of the Masters: uh, play has been suspended. All right, they've suspended play for the day. It's a ter- torrential downpour. It looks like they're on the set of Twister. Uh, you got uh, people ducking for cover. Trees are falling. Raindrops everywhere. And so now everybody is uh, taking off for the day. So if you were planning on spending the day watching the Masters, <laughs> get your ass ready for some Major League Baseball action near you because the Masters ain't happening the rest of this day. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Let me just, I'd like to defend somebody here. Uh, the first person I would like to defend uh, would be the Denver Broncos, or the first group of people, because um, Mike Sando of The Athletic heard from some NFL execs who are a little bit critical at some of the spending in Denver this offseason. Right, so the, the Broncos went out and spent a ton of money. And it was like, well, you know, you're giving money to certain guys at a certain price. You know, why, why, why give so much money? And there was a little bit of criticism there. What are they supposed to do? Like, what is Denver supposed to do? Like, it's not like Denver can just say, nah, 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 we're fine. We just had a down year. Let's. They fired their head coach. He didn't even make it through the season. You, 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 you bring in Sean Payton, 
You're doing whatever you can to try and fix whatever the issue was with Russell Wilson. If it means getting rid of his entourage that's there, getting rid of the office that he has, whatever the case may be, they were the laughing stock of the league. And so God forbid Denver went out and spent a little bit extra to try and bring in some free agents. And yes, they might have overspend, but what are they supposed to do? You can't get out of the contract. You got to roll with Russell Wilson. And so in order to make the most of this opportunity, you go out and you spend elsewhere. You're basically going for broke. They just sold the team. They've got new ownership. John Elway's gone. So the idea that Denver's getting criticized because they went out and spent a bunch of money in free agency, they don't have draft picks. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know if anybody's aware of that, but there's a reason Seattle, who just made the playoffs, is picking in the top five because Denver sucked last year. So I, I, I don't get where it's like, what do you want to just go with what they had last year and see if you could do a little bit better? Denver went out and had to spend a little bit of money. And they went out and spent a lot of money and they hired a brand new head coach and they're trying to change whatever last year was. They realize Russell Wilson's older. He's, he had to deal with a surgery this offseason and was terrible last year. So let's go ahead and let's try and run this thing back, but with a twist, different head coach and more talent around him. God forbid they wanted to improve where they were a year ago. So I, I have no issue with what Denver did, and I do think Denver's going to be better for a couple of reasons. One, I think Russell Wilson is going to be better. And two, I think Denver's going to be better because it would be hard for them to be much worse. So that's really my reasoning for why I think Denver is going to be a much more improved team than they were a year ago. So, again, I would like to defend Denver in that one regard. Here's somebody else I would like to defend. I'd like to defend Thursday night football. And let me tell you why. So there's been this conversation that has popped up over the past couple of weeks about flexing on Thursday night football and all this stuff. And you've got owners in the NFL who are not happy about it. There was like a loud shouting match and all this stuff. And you had, you know, uh, uh, David Tepper of the Carolina Panthers who was asking league executives, is this a direct response to something Amazon said? Because Amazon Prime got got the package and all that stuff. And and then you've got teams that, that didn't vote on it. They were like two votes shy. It was the Panthers and the Denver. Broncos who chose not to not to vote on whether or not there would be flexing on Thursday night and all this stuff and and then you've got now the NFL's given t- uh, uh, Thursday night and the league the ability to have teams play multiple times on Thursday night which never happened before etc 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 can I just say this Thursday night football wasn't nearly as bad as a lot of you people in the media and Al Michaels made it out to be, all right? I love Al Michaels, huge Al Michaels fan, all right? Still hasn't lost his fastball. I think he's fantastic. He's one of the best broadcasters to this day doing live sports, one of the best. Love Al Michaels. It wasn't as bad as everybody made it out to be, but you want to know why everybody started going down the road of Thursday night football being bad? Because of what happened in kind of the early portion of the season, all right? You remember that Colts-Broncos game where Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan were atrocious? Absolutely atrocious. They were terrible. The Broncos and Colts game was awful. 
and it was like a like a, a weird score as well too. You had like that like this this odd score, and and it was that was really when it started, where you had Al Michaels and you had Kirk Herbstreet, and you had these guys being overly critical of the Colts and the Broncos, and it was twelve nine, and it was a field goal fest, and then it went into overtime, so we had to see more bad football, and it and it, it extended late into the Thursday evening, and all that. So, okay, that was a bad game. And then you had the Bears and the Colts, or you had the Bears and the Commanders. And that was a bad game as well, too. And the Bears had an opportunity late in that game. And, uh, you know, just uh, things didn't go well because, you know, the Bears were struggling to score. And, like, it just felt like there was a couple of bad weeks in there. The Tua head injury was also kind of a bad look because that happened against Cincinnati. And it was just like, so there was, there was some issues there. But it was really that portion of the schedule And it's almost like everybody took those two games, Colts-Broncos, Bears-Commanders, and just spread that over the entire course of the Thursday night schedule and just said, you know what? Thursday night on Amazon has been an absolute failure. Amazon Prime and Thursday night football has not worked. Because of two games? You remember when everybody thought Thursday night football sucked? They were trying to do color rush games? And all of a sudden, they moved from the NFL Network to over to Fox, and Fox started doing it, and it was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And next thing you know, Thursday Night Football was fantastic. I, I wasn't a fan of it at first. I said it on the air. Man, I, we don't need Thursday Night Football. We got enough. And then all of a sudden, they, teams you started seeing Joe Buck and Aikman call, and it was like, okay, well, it, it kind of feels like there's a different different speed to it, a different pace to it. I'm okay with it. You know, we're not doing the color rush thing anymore. It's almost like they're trying to fix Thursday night football because of two bad games. You know how many bad games there are every single week? In fact, we do a segment during the football season called the TGFG Game of the Week, the Thank God for Gambling Game of the Week, because if not for gambling, who the hell's watching? There's bad games all the time. But everybody wants to like now try and fix Thursday Night Football when it doesn't need fixing and you don't need flexing. It's okay. You had a couple of bad games. Nobody thought Denver was going to be as bad as they were. Nobody thought the Colts were going to be as bad as they were. And you ended up having both of those teams play a game that went into overtime. That was the start of all the negative press Thursday Night Football got. Everything else, I think, is completely overblown. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so coming up, we are going to get into... What people have to get used to, you got to get used to this. There's an expectation that has been set. There's a narrative that has been set surrounding one person in the world of sports, and it's completely off. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) make some noise for the Justin Leonard. Wow. (laughs) Of Sports Talk Radio. Oh, Jonas, I'm so impressed with your golf knowledge. That is, it is Justin Leonard, right? Yeah, he won a major. Yeah, no relation to Kawhi, right? (laughs) I don't think so. Up here, yeah, Yeah. I I can confirm no relation to Kawhi Leonard. Yes, yes, that would be the case. And speaking of golf, 15 minutes into network coverage of the third round at the Masters, this happened. Victor Hovland is tied for fourth. And he sees the official coming out, John, at the eighth. I, I think that <laughs> since they're about to blow the horn, he doesn't want to putt. Here it comes. Good move. I don't blame him. Good move. That would be Sirius XM Masters Radio. That sounds like the trumpet that Jonas played when you were in middle school band, just oh, trying to hit on. the notes. How dare you? Yeah. 
<laughs> so what we are learning is that the Masters is off for the rest of the day because of the downpour of rain that is pelting the patrons and, of course, the golfers. Right now, Brooks Kepka is 13 under. He is your sole leader, one under through six holes. And in solo second, four shots back is John Rahm. The amateur Sam Bennett is in solo third at six under, seven shots off the pace. And I got to tell you, Jonas, there is one player who is very happy that he doesn't have to continue on today. That would be Tiger Woods as he is 21 shots off the lead. He well, is why, why is that, family? Is his ex waiting for him in the parking lot? Well, let me just say this, Jonas. No, that's personal. If... You've been to the Masters, and it's a very hilly course, and Tiger has been open about his physical state and having to deal with the walking. Doing some math here and was talking to to Steve Hartman, 29 holes Tiger Woods would have to play tomorrow. Are they going to be able to bring out the golf cart? I mean, Finley, why do you got to attack the guy? So he's struggling physically a little bit. I don't think you need to mock the guy on the air. He's got also he's got, you know, somebody suing him for 30 million dollars because of, uh, you know, changing the locks on the house for God forbid the guy changed the locks on his house. He can't do a little bit of work. He can't go to the hardware store and pick up a Schlage lock or whatever they're called and change the locks on his house without getting uh, sued for 30 million. And you got to attack the guy for his physical ailments here on the air. Well, I'm just concerned because, you know, as much as I love him right now as a golfer, he's had a tough go of it second or the second nine that he started out on. He's plus six through seven holes. So nearly at a pace of a bogey every hole in that sense of scoring, which would put him into the late 80s, 90 range, which is usually your nine hole score, which is saying something about your golf game. Another insult. Thank you, Finley. (laughs) You're welcome. So, yeah, Tiger Woods is all the way in last place, and that's what we have right now. Place to spend for the rest of the day. They'll try to make up everything tomorrow with the rain contingent on that. We could see some action on Monday. And I guess, Jonas, as I, as I get it back to you, we know that where Augusta is, it's, it's immaculate, but just outside there are local strip malls and everything. So maybe you hit up a... A fast food restaurant, everything is right there. And then all of a sudden you go into the Vatican around Rome and that is Augusta. But there are things to do. Maybe hit a movie if you're a fan and you didn't get to watch the end of the third round. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've told that story before on the air. I I was driving my first ever radio job, paid radio job. And uh, I use the word uh, paid uh, lightly, but uh, my first ever uh, paid radio job, I, I, gr- I drove cross country and I was going to Charleston, South Carolina. And I forget what road it was. I think it was the 20. I think it's the 20. I think that's the highway. But whatever it is, I was driving and, you know, you see like uh, it'll tell you what city's coming up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm dry and I'm, I was hungry. I wanted to get something to eat. Then I see Augusta, Georgia so-and-so miles away and i thought you know what i can wait a little bit longer i'd like to see what augusta looks like it looks beautiful on tv and uh got off the highway and i'm looking around i'm like huh sure doesn't look like what it is on tv uh okay uh we're gonna go ahead and uh, just plop down here and uh, next thing you know i'd eye my u-haul like a hawk because i wasn't quite sure whether or not somebody was gonna break into it and i realized the presentation on tv not exactly what they're telling you about the stuff on the outside everybody was nice very friendly but i was just expecting something different than what they show you on television when you get behind the gates. And apparently somebody uh, sent me a tweet and said, the place that I ate lunch at was actually a mile away from Augusta National. You'd have no idea. 
Uh, Jonas, you would have no clue it was that close. I swore when you told me about this story about you going across the country that it was horse and buggy that you did it. Jesus, Finley. My God. All right, so for those of you out there who uh, who own a comedy club, uh, I think Joe Rogan just opened up a new comedy club. If you're looking for an opening act, uh, may I introduce you to Brian Finley on Twitter? Uh, there he is, folks. Uh, Brian Finley with us. Uh, thank you, Finley. Uh, it is uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so... Um, I, I also would like to say for those of you out there that keep waiting for Tiger Woods to be competitive and win another major. And I know he won the masters. Like you got to change what is considered a success for Tiger Woods. Let's go ahead and change the expectations. The real success for Tiger Woods is if he can make the cut because if Tiger Woods makes the cut, then it's great news for whoever's showing the tournament. So CBS, they don't care if Tiger Woods is really in contention. They just want the ability to be able to show Tiger Woods golfing on television for an extra couple of days. And as long as he makes the cuts, that that is where they consider it a success. It'd be wonderful if he was in contention if, and if he was, you know, in the final grouping going into the final day at Augusta National. That's not the case. And it's probably never going to be the case again. So for those of you waiting for Tiger Woods to get back into it, it's not happening. He's clearly not the same physically but as long as he's there for the final two days do whatever you need to do get him to make the cut uh, prop him up bring him out there for saturday and sunday and that is what is now considered a success when it comes to tiger woods all right jonas knox here on fsr and it is time for the progressive play of the day and it's saved by Neil Aquina into right in the right corner for three. It's the top of the board. The horn sounds. The game is over. And the Chicago Bulls have come from behind. They were down by as many as 15. And they hold off a very brave and very stubborn end of the Mavericks roster squad. And Chicago wins it 115-112. to 112. Mavs Radio Network on the call. That is your progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, so coming up next, we are going to put a bow on this bad boy. It is a tradition unlike any other. It's not the Masters. It's the Scraps, and it's yours here on FSR. Jonas went out and got himself some corporate sponsors. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's very nice of you, Sam. By the way, dynamite job playing yellow lead better when we talked about it earlier. Instead, he's rolled back with some of the worst bumper music I've heard since I watched Top Stop. Gun crap oh, Rick you, you last st- night. <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucks. Did you just try to r- rhyme crap and maverick into cra- crap <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that. Uh, Jonas song. Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast. It will be available shortly after we go off the air at Fox Sports Radio, uh, the weekends edition. So you look for uh, FSR weekends and you can find that. You know, if you want to rate it and leave a review, go right ahead. <laughs> Lay it in. Let's hear it. If you want to be brutally honest, make that happen too. You want to shout us out? You want to take a shot at Iowa Sam for being a hoarder? You can do that as well too uh, at FoxSportsRadio.com. The podcast will be posted up shortly in a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. Make sure you stick around. The great Steve Hartman and Bucky Brooks will take over the airwaves. Always fun conversation, whether it's the Masters, whether it's the NFL, and especially right now, Bucky Brooks with all the draft conversation and the rumors that are out there. Uh, that'll be a fun listen for those guys to make sure you're around for it here. But right now, it is time for a little something we do to close up shop every single Saturday, and it's called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell we've missed. Bo? Yeah, uh, real quick, uh, late story here. Uh, I'm going to talk to HR for what Sam said to you on TalkBack right before we came back, because that it, was... It, I'm, I, I wish people knew what went on behind the scenes. Yeah, it's, I really do. it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, it, I don't it's, know what you're talking about. The show behind the show is really the story i just he's an adult and yeah. the stuff that comes uh, i'm just adult it's weird uh these two uh two stories pretty uh, pretty closely related so we'll get through them pretty quick uh the uh some dallas mavericks officials are worried that uh star small forward luka Doncic could request a trade in the summer of 2024 if the mavericks don't build a contender around him and also uh per nba spokesperson mike bass uh The NBA commenced an investigation today into the facts and circumstances surrounding the Dallas Mavericks roster decisions and game conduct with respect to last night's Chicago Bulls Mavericks game, including the motivations behind those actions. So nothing is going right in Dallas right now. Yeah, because they were they basically didn't want uh, they looked at it and said, you know what? Why do we want to be in the playing tournament? Screw that. Don't go to the playing tournament. Let's go ahead and try and protect our lottery pick. And and the only reason Luka played is because it was Slovenian night, which you can't even make this stuff up. But that is the Dallas Mavericks. They're a disaster. And any anywhere <laughs> anywhere Kyrie Irving goes just seems like bad news well, follows. Yeah, and, and then, you know, you have Jason Kidd basically saying, yeah, my bosses told me to uh, tank. Yes. So if he just, you know, didn't say that, I feel like this wouldn't have happened. So I have a feeling that uh, the Mavericks might be looking for a new head coach uh, this coming off season. It, it is funny, though, how the NBA always has these issues, like whether it's load management and you've got to put in a minimum games required to play a thing. It just I said it years ago 
Adam Silver is a kiss-ass to the players. That is really the root of the problem. He wanted to kiss everybody's ass when he first got in and wanted to show everybody he wasn't like Stern and he was he had a different personality and he was friendly and buddy-buddy with everybody. And now the toothpaste is out of the tube and now he's got to go back and try to correct all the load management and all the other stuff that came along with it. That's where the problem started. What else yeah. we got? Yeah, we've got uh, UFC 287 happening yeah. later on tonight in Miami. How about that? Alex Pereira, Israel Adesanya. And nobody else anywhere is going to pronounce those same names correctly except for me. Wordsmith here. Wordsmith. But nonetheless, uh, that is a fantastic fight. Plus, you've got Jorge Masvidal, Miami's own. Uh, their first time the UFC's back in Miami in like 20 years. Masvidal is going to be taking on Gilbert Burns. And anytime the UFC goes to one of these places they haven't been to in a while, it's absolutely fantastic. So that's going to be a fun, fun card. That'll be a fun watch. So everybody crying about the Masters getting shortened and potentially moved to Monday because they got a torrential downpour and you got trees falling on human beings. Don't worry about it. You still got a UFC event and a bunch of other stuff to watch. What else we got? Bob? All right. Finally here, uh, the most exhausting NFL story of the past year and a half uh, could hopefully be coming to a merciful close as uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is headed to New York to meet with the Jets. Uh, he will reportedly take a physical and in a very uh, funny twist to me, they'll, will, they'll discuss what an Aaron Rodgers-led Jets offense could look like. Uh, even though Aaron Rodgers is not yet the Jets quarterback. It's just, uh, it, it's so funny how people pick and choose who gets the attention and what stories we get to cover and who doesn't. I'm so tired of it, man. Like the Odell Beckham story has been dragging on for so long. And the fact that it's Easter of 2023 and you go back and think about the first game of the last NFL season with the Bills and the Rams. And one of the storylines in that game was whoever wins that game, that's who Odell Beckham Jr. plans on signing with. Yeah. Like, like he's calling the shots. The, 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 Chief, the Chiefs just signed Richie James, who actually caught 57 passes and four touchdowns last year and not a peep. But, yeah, we got to hear about Odell. Okay, it's, just like, it's unbelievable. Like, making the rounds. I plan on going here. Like, Sean McVay's got a locker he kept open with Odell Beckham's jersey hanging up in it. What happened to that locker? Is that where Sean McVay hangs his dockers now? Is that is that what happens? I mean, it, the whole story is a disaster, but this show hasn't been. Thanks for hanging out with us here. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.